And back at it, how do I sound? Probably a little bit different because... <laughs> problems. The system has been destroyed. Not a warning you want to see. And the realization of what's really important on your phone. How was the wedding? Workouts in? Running slower? It could be a combination of factors. And have a good start a week. We're coming up to the last week of uh, May You Make Your Movie. Which I am busy on. Just got to get time to publish all these things, right? Folks, Monday, May 22nd, 2023, I am Stephen Sersky, Canadian expat, living here in Beijing, China. And uh, I was actually thinking of maybe uh, uh, doing a little bit of an intro to this to this podcast, to this show. Because uh, I know that uh, sometimes when I record it, I'm like dead tired. <laughs> I record this thing at like 9 p.m., uh, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. sometimes, sometimes later. Uh, rarely early, all right? I probably should but I find that if I try to record it earlier, then I have nothing really to talk about. But some people would argue that I don't have anything to talk about anyway. And to them, I say, where's your podcast? Anyway, the uh, the weekend has come and gone. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, um, it was interesting. It was a... I f- now, only now am I feeling a little bit more at ease. Like, thank, good- thank goodness it's all over because... It was one of those things that was, you know, weighing on the back of my mind that I had to get through. Uh, and it was, uh, not that it was a bad thing. It's just, you know, one of those things that you have to, one of those check bar, uh, one of those boxes you have to tick, basically. And the things went, I mean, I took the weekend off, so that, that wasn't too much of an issue. Uh, but it was just how much we, from what started as a very easygoing sort of time just became a little bit more rushed. And then things just kind of kept moving after that. There was no time to sort of uh, settle down or really sit down, even though I did have a nap on Sunday afternoon. So what am I talking about? So uh, a couple things happened over the weekend. One, I did go to a Chinese wedding, um, or I went to a wedding here in China, out in the, one of the small villages north east of Beijing, like far away. We're talking like 40 minutes from the last stop on line 15. Is it Fenbo? Uh, so it's 40 minutes to there, right? And then you take the subway from there all the way down to uh, the southern part of Chaoyang. And it, I mean, be that as it may, we, uh, we actually, where do we end up going? We took the bus up there, which took two hours. So we took um, we took line 10 up to Sanyuan Chow. At Sanyuan Chow, we uh, switched to bus 852, and bus 852 went out to this place called Pingu, which is where this, uh, uh, this wedding was being held, or around that area sort of thing. Like, but that, and there's like a bunch of different Pingus. Don't ask me which one it exactly was. But, uh, anyway, it was out in this small little town that's known for its peach farms, basically. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, certainly, Certainly the event. Um, not not crazy. It wasn't crazy at all. Uh, I think... See, this is what happens when I record these things later, later at night uh, as I start yawning. Um, but uh, there was a bunch of events that happened. Like it just all became one sort of quick unfolding... I can't say a mess because it wasn't bad. It just happened the way it did. We got delayed going out there. Because, um, well, I was working on a few things here, and I'm like, okay, I'll just get one more one more thing done. And then it was like, well, should we take a cab out there? Should we take a vehicle? 
and we knew another couple that was going to go out in that same direction. They were going to take a car, but our itineraries weren't matching up. And just as I'm sort of winding up uh, some of the stuff I had to get done, all of a sudden, my phone dies. Actually, my phone shuts off. I go, what? Okay, so no problem. We'll reboot. Nah, doesn't work. It flashes a, actually, it flashes a little, that glitzy, that, uh, that glitchy green screen. It's very, it looks like it's from the matrix sort of thing. It just blips and then shuts off again. I'm like, okay, no, that's that, that don't look good. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so I try again. I'm like, okay, no. And then this, this message pops up. The system has been destroyed. Uh, press the power button to power it out to shut off the, the phone. I'm like, what? No, 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 no. If you ever lived in China, and if you are living in China, you understand the importance of the phone. Like, it's not, it's not just like a convenience to have. No, 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 no. It's not like, you know, you'd be like, okay, well, then I'll just be off the grid for a weekend, man. It's like, no, no, I need to take the bus, uh, and I need to pay for things, and I need to be able to find my way uh, in places that often I'm either not understood or I don't understand. Uh, it's just like the cell phone and the connectivity makes the, and not to mention I got to communicate with some people this weekend, like to, to make sure that we're all on the same page and everything, right? Uh, notably my girlfriend, right? So uh, it, it was one of these things where you're just going, that, that's not good. And so this, this happens. I'm, I start Googling and searching around me. Okay. How, how big of a mess is this? Basically it comes down to like, is it, is the phone dead, like wiped, destroyed, cannot recover, or is it fixed, uh, fixable, or is it like, and is it fixable by me or is it like fixable at least by someone else who has the proper tech, uh, tools and technologies? There's two different ways to look at this. One, it's a software issue where, so it's like, it's a the bug in the system. It's crashed. Um, and so it means the data hasn't been erased necessarily, but that you have to get into the system or at least go under the system somehow and back and pull out your, your, your data, right? So basically this system is sitting over top of all your data. Uh, it might include your data, but you can still get the data from underneath if you know how to get into the, like through some different backdoor procedure or whatever it is. Or is it hardware? And remember, I think I said that my Wi-Fi signal hadn't been working for oh, going on a year, basically. And I was saying that one of the issues with the this type of uh, phone, the Xiaomi 11 Ultra, is that it tends to burn out. I think that's what what happened, is that it finally burned through the rest of whatever hardware was in there. And if that's the case, actually, if that's the case, then there's a chance that if I could find someone or if I got the necessary tools... Uh, I could replace the parts and just carry on with the phone as is, but they have to be installed properly and you can't just accidentally cut another wire. Um, the other thing is that you have to have all the tools, which includes a heat gun. I'm like, well, I don't have a heat gun. <laughs> Where am I going to get that one from? Uh, or the third, the fourth option is just, how much do you need that phone, right? You just get a new one, right? Even though I don't want to spend the money on it, uh, you could, if you really need one. So I'm using my old phone and that's what I'm recording on this one today, uh, is, uh, the old phone. So this one actually started off this baby podcast, a small podcast, uh, a couple of years ago, back two years ago, actually this month, 
Uh, it was 2021 when I started doing this smaller podcast. Uh, but all that being said, I never did get the phone working. Uh, I spent uh, some time on it today as well, uh, working on it, going through the different uh, fast boot procedures and stuff like that. Did nothing going. The phone was not doing it. Um, I, I think it spit out the serial number, although I'm not entirely sure on the fast boot devices, like through terminal. Um, basically, when, when you try to fast boot something, it's, it kind of uh goes by the normal procedures and kind of kicks the the system to start and that wasn't working so it was giving me the same the system has been destroyed error so not sure uh at this point if the phone is dead uh i'd really like to get the photos off and the videos and luckily i did back up a bunch of them a while ago I have not backed up all of them, of course not. The other thing I'd really like to get are some of the notes on the notepad because I kept track of uh, a few things on my uh, uh, the notepad, like no- notably my weight over the last year or so, uh, two years or whatever it is. But I don't have, I don't think I have that backed up, at least not recently backed up. All the other apps and stuff like that, I can sort of replace and kind of m- make do without sort of thing. Um, but because even like even the Chinese apps, uh, I have them on other devices as well. So it's not a complete loss. It's not a complete loss of continuation of business as it were sort of thing, but it is a major inconvenience and it is a worry that I might have lost something that I don't remember that I even need sort of thing. Right. So that, that would be the other sort of concern that I have. Uh, but, uh, anyway, that's the situation. So and after that, after that little fun, my, my girl, I'm asking my girlfriend, like, so when are we leaving? She's like, well, I'm waiting for you. I'm like, what the? No, 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 no. You, you give me a time here. Give me a date. Give me a, give me a deadline sort of thing. Uh, that way I can sort of get this going. I mean, it's, it's not like she was doing very much. She was just watching TV or watching her phone, but I'm sitting there going, Oh my goodness. No, this thing, who knows if this is going to get fixed today, right? Like, the, I don't know. Uh, this is part of the issue is that. <laughs> When something goes wrong with technology, it could take five minutes or it could take five days or who knows, right? And she's like, well, okay, so then are you going to bring your drone? I'm like, no, no, I was not going to bring my drone. Are you sure you don't want to bring your drone? I'm like, do you want me to bring the drone? Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I thought maybe you're going to take some pictures of the, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll bring the drone. This was the other thing that set us back by another half hour, another hour already at the time that we were supposed to get going. And it was the fact that with this drone, I mean, it's been sitting in the cupboard for a year and a half. I haven't used it. And so it needs to be updated. And now that I don't have, not only that, the drone has to be updated. The phone has to be updated and which requires passwords. I'm going, Oh my goodness, lady, come on. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're asking. She's like, I thought you could just take it. And I guess, yeah, that's, that's the idea. <laughs> If I knew, I would have prepared on Friday night. And I, on Friday night, I was, I just basically said, I don't want to take this drone. So it's going to add to the weight. Uh, and who knows how much we're going to use it anyway, right? So I didn't bother setting any of this up. But so she's like, well, bring it anyway. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'll try to set it up as quickly as I can. And that took a while because I had to install apps. I had to do password resets. I had to connect this thing to that thing and um, make sure it could communicate to which cell phone and then and then of all things so i i and i should have tried it out saturday night as i sort of had the intuition to do but i was like ah that'd be fine it was it was recognizing everything which it was actually and i don't know why it didn't uh work 
uh, on because when I booted it up and got everything installed and everything, it was giving me the camera view. And then on Sunday, when I actually went to go try to fly the thing, it told me that I couldn't connect to the, the remote controller, which is my cell phone. So it's, it's app software based. Long story short, never did get to fly the drone because I couldn't get it to communicate properly with the controller. So a little bit of a disappointment. Disappointment for me as well because I was like, you know, gotta get this, you know, use this thing sort of thing. And it would have been kind of neat to have some aerial pictures of the small town uh, as it stands uh, these days, which um, yeah, you don't you don't get to do that very often, right? And uh, so anyway, and I figured, do I really want to spend the time? messing around with this drone or would I rather be in the celebrations and being with the people now as it turns out I'd basically be standing around kind of not talking to many people anyway I mean they were all busy doing stuff like the family was catching up with each other and everything uh the bridegroom and the the bride they were all sort of busy doing their own things my girlfriend was busy doing things so it's like I was it's not like I was the awkward sort of shoulder there it was more like you know, okay, the foreigner, he can speak some Chinese, so he's not completely out of his element. But uh, at the same time, it's like there was no really need to interact with a lot of different people at any one time. Anyway, so technology issues done this weekend. That that was the two major tech issues that I had. And it's, just, it's kind of like, what? you couldn't have happened last week. <laughs> so I could have been a little bit more prepared. But uh, yeah, okay, Steve, I know. Get the drone ready. You should have just got the drone ready anyway, just in case. Dummy check on your own belongings, right? Anyway, so how was the wedding? We get there uh, Saturday night, and uh, what I thought was going to be like a late dinner with just the, the few people that we know, including the bride, turned out to be a family dinner. I was like, oh my, okay, so. <laughs> All right. And it looks like this family doesn't drink very much. Like, they're not big drinkers. Uh, there wasn't, uh, there was no beer on Saturday nights. There was no Baijo Saturday night. Um, it was, so it wasn't a really a big to-do. It was more just sort of like, um, uh, you know, everyone, every, a lot of people had arrived on Saturday, right? And so whether or not they had had time to eat or anything like that uh, is another question. So Saturday night had dinner. And then Sunday, okay, so by the time we left Sunday, uh, Saturday night dinner, I was told, I was of the understanding, that 7 a.m. we'd go for breakfast. Okay, 7.30 we got to be at um, the uh, the couple's door so they can do all sort of the, the traditional Chinese things that go on. Well, that didn't happen because at 6.50 my girlfriend's like, hurry up, we're late. I'm like, do you have 10 minutes? She's like, no, 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 we, the plan has changed. I'm like, are you kidding? Well, then let the plan change, right? <laughs> then let it change and you go sort of thing. But I was going to go have my coffee at breakfast and that was it. Uh, so that didn't happen. Um, everything got pushed ahead. One of the things is that this weekend was uh, May 20th, so U Arling, which is like another type of Valentine's Day. I, I explained this on Friday's episode. Uh, but there were a lot of weddings going on, a lot of weddings taking place at this hotel, but not actually at the hotel. So what they do, what part of the setup is, these couples will get a room, right? And they will get a large room, and part of the, uh, I guess, this sort of replaces um, the home that they would have. I, I don't know what this would replace. I don't know if it's why they had to go to, had to do this part in the hotel, why they didn't do this at one of the villages. Maybe it's because this is what is done uh, at the at the wife's or like home, 
like her her parents' home sort of thing. Like they would they would do that, and then they would take her to uh, the man's home sort of thing, the man's family's home. So at this hotel, uh, one of the first things that's supposed to happen is that they lock the door, and the the guy has to sort of beg or bribe his way into the door sort of thing. And we missed that part because things apparently got moved ahead. Since there were so many other weddings, we didn't want to get, or the the the, uh, the this bride didn't want to get caught up in that sort of what would happen later on in the day. Like who knows how busy it was going to get. So anyway, we missed that. But we did get to see them. Uh, they, they hid the shoes. Um, they handed out some hong baos and stuff like that, little red envelopes. They took a lot of pictures. Uh, when we got there, what they were doing. Um, is that they had this photo crew, this camera crew. And so basically it was a sort of dual tradition and dual recording of the event. So it was like, it was almost like a TV show, I guess you could say, wherein they had the traditional aspect of like, uh, you know, singing a song, uh, giving a ring, asking, um, you know, some of the games, like some you know, trivia sort of stuff like that. Um and then also making sure that like once all that's done, the, the, the guy is supposed to carry uh, the wife or the bride uh, to to the home, basically to the car to go to go home to the ceremony, or whatever. I didn't anyway. The idea being that this is supposed to be one, I guess in tradition it would be one fluid motion, but with the camera crew, it was stop, go, stop, go because they would be setting up every shot with the idea that it had to look good on camera. I understand this idea. Like, I appreciate it, especially if it's going to be the, like it's supposed to be only one occasion, right? The wedding is only once, hopefully, uh, if all all things work out well. Um, but uh, so they have the camera crew there. That's okay. Let's go through the uh, proposal. Let's go for the trivia. Let's go through. Uh, then we'll take a bunch of pictures with the family members and stuff like that. So that was like the um, the bride's family was all there. Like so all of her sisters and her brother, uh, her parents and everything. So uh, that it was it was a swarming hotel room of people like all over the place cuz she has a very large family. Um but so they did that and then they also uh what was the other thing that they did? Yeah, so they hid the shoes which happened very quickly, I guess cuz they wanted to get going and it kind of seemed like the bride was kind of <laughs> She was very nice about this. She wasn't uh, angry or rushed or anything. She's like, no, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that. Uh, well, you should say this instead, and you should you should do that. Okay, so there are the shoes. Okay, good, let's go. Like, it, she was keeping things moving, because I guess in the back of her mind, she had, you know, you had to keep moving or else you were going to get ensnarled uh, in uh, sort of the traffic that could be six wedding parties at the same hotel sort of thing. Uh, so all that being said and done, finally the uh, the groom carries her out, and we uh, get into a bunch of cars. We drive half an hour or forty minutes away uh, to this village, uh, and then she changes again into the next dress. And she had to change like two or three. Or, she changed three times total, I think. Uh, so like, there's the very traditional Chinese. Uh, it's not the cheap how. It's the other one uh, where they have like they have the fan in the hair. Or something like they do their hair very. Uh, bigly, I guess. Uh, and I can't remember. Like, you'll see it on the very traditional, uh, Chinese wedding photos. It's very, uh, very old school, Han Chinese, Han Fu type clothing, right? So she changed from that. She was in that in the hotel. 
She changed into a wedding dress uh, at the at the home. We took pictures with all and everything. So I guess part of it was that she was carried into the man's home uh, and she was now welcomed into the new family. Along the way, there was fireworks and everything. It was just crazy. They, they set off a lot of fireworks. You could tell that and there wasn't really much regulation about fireworks uh, in this small town, which is good, finally. Uh, but uh, So that took another, I don't even know, I guess it was an hour, hour and a half. Um, we got there at, what, 9 or so? And I guess the ceremony was going to start. The ceremony started at 10, 18, but she had to change. They had to take photos. Um and we had to, like, it was a short walk from the, the house to where the ceremony was actually going to take place. And so all that being done, she changes. We walk down to uh, uh, the ceremony area. Turns out, she so she'd hired this, uh, I guess, these wedding, the professional wedding services. And one of the hosts, uh, one of the, uh, I guess you'd call them like the, I don't want to say the producer, but the person who's in charge of keeping everything moving. So the reason why the bride was doing all that was because the person she hired didn't show up. What a fuck. Jeez, are you kidding me? You got paid to do a job. You didn't show up. Jeez. So uh, anyway, the, the, at least the host showed up. And he did a pretty good job of keeping things moving as well. And this is sort of where there was sort of a difference between what you'd see in a wedding, like a, a Western wedding and what you'd see at this Chinese uh, wedding because the host sort of played the part of he kept things moving as well and again it seemed more like more like a TV show more as if it was uh, a live performance of of the of the uh, the ceremony rather than it being like an official ceremony with the signing of the documents and everything all of that got done first like that she they did that on Saturday they got registered they officially got married like uh, through the government offices and everything. So what you saw basically on Sunday was a presentation of the the new couple. So it was, it's not like in see in the western wedding what would happen is that that moment like when you're going to the minister, when you're going to church, uh, um it's you there's a point in the ceremony when you leave center stage like in the church you go after the sacristy uh sacristy and uh you sign the official documents that means you're now wedded means you are legally not just religiously but you're legally married uh with uh, to each other and uh now you file your taxes together basically uh this one with the chinese wedding that's all done before so, um, the, again, so this is like a presentation, uh, and the guy kept it going. They, uh, they did a few, I guess he tried to sing, the, the groom tried to sing a song. It kind of, you know, he, not a strong point, not a strong point, but he, he put in a good effort, put in a good effort. And, uh, the, uh, the fathers spoke both sides, the, the, the groom and the, the bride's father spoke. That took about an hour. The power went out, which was kind of, it was kind of funny, but you're like, yeah, we didn't really need to hear the host that much anyway. I mean, just keep going, right? Um, there was, because with this, there's a sort of a lot of, I don't want to say, f it wasn't fluff. It was like, there was things that they were doing that if the power goes out, you know what, you can just skip that part and go on to the next, right? It's it's not a big deal. Big deal, present the couple, have them say their vows, um, have some opportunities you know, say take pictures or uh, exchange a few words, have the family speak, and then that's it. 
right? Like, there's your ceremony. Uh, and uh, so, and they got that all done. They got all that done. The power did come back on afterwards, uh, thank goodness. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that took about an hour. The ceremony was an hour, and after that, we ate. And then there was a long, like after the 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 food, people sort of just kind of peeled away after that. So overall, I made a big story out of that because basically it it was, although it seemed there weren't many activities in like throughout the day sure seemed to be very busy just always moving it, it helped that i sort of knew uh the, the bride and my girlfriend was involved with parsley and stuff like that so she knew all the people as well so that kind of kept me my by association just busy uh, making sure you know things were i could carry extra things basically so uh but uh overall very relaxed uh for all the problems i heard that happened throughout the day uh, the bride didn't seem to be at all flustered by this. Um, the guy showed up on time and did his part sort of thing, right? So it, it, that being the case, it all worked. I have the whole thing on uh, GoPro. I was like, I'll just record it anyway, may as well, uh, just in case sort of thing. So I was working on that today as well. Uh, but uh, overall, after uh, the, the ceremony was over, um, basically... Uh, I think I passed out for a couple hours because we had baijiu at dinner or uh, for lunch and it was like didn't have very much but it was very hot and I wasn't drinking enough water so uh, it, it hit the head pretty hard uh, or pretty quickly I should say and uh, knackered me out for sure but uh, we didn't uh, get back until oh 10 30 because we, we stayed on a little longer uh, uh, since uh, my girlfriend was talking to her uh, to, to the bride and everything debating whether or not we should stay the night. I'm like, you know, I really don't feel this. <laughs> I don't know if that's not, it's not a bad idea. It's just, are we extending, overstaying our, are we extending our stay for what purpose sort of thing? It'd be easier for us just to get back to the city now. I will say at the, I'm glad we did stay that long because it, that later on at dinner, uh, I sat down uh, when we were sitting down uh, for dinner, I got to talk to the groom's father and he's an older man in his 60s and everything and one of his uncles was there as well and so like oh we're gonna drink baijiu <laughs> like okay I guess I do have experience in doing this fine sure let's do it girlfriend's looking at me with that eye going you said you weren't going to drink I'm like I know but I don't want to be rude right now to be fair, when you drink, you don't have to have huge gulps of this stuff, right? You can sip, you can cheers each other, you don't have to gun bay, you don't have to full glass, shoot the thing down. No, 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 no. You can sip it like a liqueur. You can do that. Not a problem. So we ate and we talked. And I'll tell you, one of the, the good things about all of my Chinese studies to date is the fact that I was actually able to not just communicate, but also understand a lot what they were saying. So... Um, some of them had accents. I like. I just couldn't make out either the word or the way that they were saying it. I was not familiar with, so there were some issues with that. But most of it was pretty good uh, overall. Um, very pleasant experience, to tell you the truth. Not the craziness that I've sort of heard that Chinese weddings can be, and I'm glad. Uh, and overall, I think uh, they did a very good job of making a very relaxed sort of occasion for everybody. I don't think uh, too many people got flustered or any, I don't think anyone got flustered or 
upset about anything. Uh, I was told that there was one guy who seemed to be one of those, he shows up to eat and drink and then leaves without paying sort of thing. There, there was one of those guys uh, that I heard about, so I was kind of like, geez, you shmimey. Anyway, whatever. But uh, overall, pretty good, interesting experience. I was told that this is uh, th- this was sort of what you would call a, a traditional Chinese village wedding in that it's, although, it, I mean, it's a Chinese wedding, of course, but it's like a small village wedding wherein, I guess, the idea, the, the difference being that you, when you go to the guy's house and you're eating outside in a buffet style, that's not the same as what other Chinese weddings would have you do where it might be at like a hotel or a banquet center or something like that. Um, and it might be more of a sit-down occasion. Um, well, yeah, yeah. The difference between that they were they were cooking the food outside, right? So like all your roast lamb. Um, I think the chickens were cooked outside as well. Like this, those little small chickens. Uh, lots of food. It was great. Uh, they they treated us very well. Uh, just lots of food just kept on coming. It was bizarre how much uh, food that they uh, they had on offer. But uh, so that would be the main difference is that at least this is what I was told is that normally with a Chinese wedding at a hotel or a banquet, uh, the food would be prepared outside of view and then brought in to the banquet hall um, or the wherever people are sitting. But here it's like you could see everything being done. So it was uh, and it was all done, I guess. I don't know if it was a, everybody pitching in. I don't think so. I think they hired someone else to, to sort of uh, take care of all the food preparation and stuff like that. But. Anyway, I guess if you have a chance uh, to uh, go to a Chinese wedding, for sure, take it. Uh, but uh, don't be that guy who doesn't pitch in a little bit. Uh, I, I And I know uh, from experience, sometimes it takes a little bit of encouragement for them to sort of accept money. Because you are going to be an honored guest, as as typically is, is the case. Is that if you're a foreigner, I mean, they know that you're not from around here, uh, stuff like that. But if you, if you can, like I, I told my girlfriend, just find a way to give her an extra couple hundred renminbi or whatever. So, I mean, don't, don't, uh, like, let, we shouldn't be the cheap people, okay? <laughs> let's just, let's just get that straight, that much straight. <laughs> All right, so, um, basically, I spent the day mostly recovering from that, and that probably had a, uh, a, uh, an effect on my workouts as well, which I was running a whole lot slower today anyway. So, But we'll save that for another time. Folks, thanks for listening. I'll leave it there. Uh, show notes and tracks up on my website, stevenstercy.com. And uh, in terms of the videos, I will uh, I will post some of them. I, I'm not going to post stuff without her permission of the uh, the wedding or anything like that. Uh, but uh, certainly some of the, the shots from the uh, the village and some of the other things from around the day might be interesting to to have a look at. All right, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.